Hello and welcome once again to the Hooligan Report, and I'm joined today by Cruyff. Good morning. And I'm also joined for the first time by Wilston Raider. Hi. And can you hear that, boys? That's the sound that's of the United a, supporters. That's a proper pommy accent, those. <laughs> but, but the silence is just the sound of United supporters, because we don't have any on the podcast for once, no. which is good to... Uh, Good to see, uh, though it would have been good to have a bit of a chat to them after pretty average performance this morning. Um, but we'll, we'll start with last week's fixtures, and um, well, actually, first of all, because I haven't had you on before, Wilston, um, what what do you see Spurs' prospects are, uh, for the season? Oh God, um, well, I can't see I can't see a top four finish. Um, I know there's going to be. I think there's going to be some more signings before the season starts. Um, obviously, we need we need a backup to Kane, and there's talk of um, there's there's talk of the guy at QPR, Austin, isn't there? Yeah. Um, it's going to be. I think. I think the top. It's going to. I think it's going to be the same top four as last year. Spurs or and Liverpool will probably be fifth. In, I mean, Liverpool got a bit better better chance than Tottenham of. Of challenging for the top four, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just hope we play good football, really, and we we sort of continue under Pock to uh, to improve. What have you, you made of your Sp- Sorry, go for growth. I was just going to say, do you think Spurs are a big rock climbing club? <laughs> <laughs> we are, we, <laughs> we are the biggest rock climbing club. <laughs> in the barbs have started early. Um, what, have, <laughs> what have you made of your signings so far? Um, our signings, yeah. Well, I think Trippier didn't play, did he, against United? Um, and the guy uh, Toby, I won't even try and pronounce his surname. <laughs> he he was he, he's. I think he's going to be solid. I, you know, he's he done well at um, he done well at uh, Southampton. So I think I think we're all we've certainly improved our uh, defence, and um, really, it's just. I think we need a we need a ball player. We need someone who can you know pull the strings in midfield. I, mean, I know we've got Ericsson, but he's he's kind of more forward than than sort of the midfield sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with with what we've done with you know buying our defenders. But yeah, we do need we still need a little bit more. So, but you know, I'm, I, I I you know I expect this with Tottenham. I mean, we are. Like one of those clubs, aren't we? That that uh, flatter to deceive. We're like Newcastle, where we always sort of end up being the butt of the jokes and everything. So, so you know, you, as a Spurs fan, you just got to like hope for the best, and you know, that's it, really. When you made the um, League Cup final last season, was that how long? How long had it been before that that you'd last made a cup final? Uh, well, Tottenham. Um, we've been in lots. Of League Cup finals over the sort of recent years, um, we actually beat Chelsea. I think uh, oh, nine, six, wasn't it? Uh, oh yeah, oh eight, wasn't it? I think, and then we lost to United on penalties. Oh, eight, season nine, after. So again, Grove. Yeah, oh eight, oh nine. I think it was. Yeah, so it'd been yeah, I mean, it'd been a little while, but not too long, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, it was the same. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people sort of like um, don't take the League Cup seriously, do they? But I mean, it's a trophy at the end of the day, and uh, I didn't even realise that's always nice to win. I didn't realise that there was only a hundred thousand prize money for the winner. 
So I, so, I guess the clubs aren't really in it for the money. <laughs> no, but you do obviously get into Europe with it as well, don't yeah. you? Yeah, get into, get into the Europa League. Yeah. Um, so we might move on to the reviews of last week's fixtures, and I thought we'd um, shake it up a bit and look at probably the three best winners and the three biggest losers from the weekend, not necessarily yeah. the teams that the won games, but, but who came away from the weekend uh, feeling the most successful, I suppose. So I'll start with you, Wilston. Do you have three winners for the weekend? Yeah, I certainly do. I think the biggest winner is uh, obviously West Ham United. Um, they uh, put Arsenal sold big time. Um, I think second half they played extremely well. I mean, obviously Arsenal were coming at them, so they had that sort of bit more space um, to play, and they really, they really looked good. Obviously, you can't judge a whole season on one game, but I think West Ham fans will be really excited at the, at the moment at the prospects of their season. And um, certainly, and the, certainly um, Reece Oxford debuting at sixteen. He amazing, was, yeah. Didn't look out yeah. of place. He was fan, yeah, he was fan, fantastic. I mean, amazing to think he, he's not even old enough to drive in this country, <laughs> and he's um, he's playing. He's playing in a Premiership football football game, and he looks uh, he looks so assured. Um, good stuff for England going forwards as well. Um, yeah, really impressed. Really impressed with him. What about um, you, Cruyff? Did you did you were you impressed by Oxford? I only saw <laughs> extended highlights, but I I oh, good job. also have West you Ham. Had to have an early night. As, yeah, that's right. Um, I'd also have West Ham as as one of the the winners from from last week, but from the highlights and what I read, I don't think we played as bad as what was um, what, what I read. But we we did have a few chances, but our defending on on the two goals was diabolical. Yeah, mm, I'd agree with that. What's the thoughts on Czech? Does he just need a bit of time to settle, or is it a sign of his age? Every, every players have bad games. It just hap- he's just happened to be on his debut and it cost us the game. I mean, I don't think there's much to look into. I'm, I'm sure he's not going to be doing things like that week in, week out. So I just write it down to just a poor performance on the day. Well, what was worse? Do you think the first goal or the, or the second one, for, as far as Czech goes? The first. The, the first. The yeah, second he, one, he, he just seemed... He, he, sh- he should have got the second as well, but the first to commit like that and miss everything completely for a keep yeah. off his colour, but he's, he's very poor. But the second, it looked like he wasn't even trying 100%. I'm it, sure... It, he always I mean, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was wrong-footed, though, in the second, actually, from memory. But, um, I mean... It just looked really bad, third, didn't it? But that, yeah. Yeah. I think he was a bit yeah, cut out by I the defence. Yeah, I think defense. they were the first, though. Oh, the defending was shocked For the too. second one, yeah. Yeah. I've got to say, I, I mean, I think I said it I said it on the board. I think, I'm not sure about Czech. I mean, I mean he's an improvement on what you had. <laughs> but I really don't think he's, he's what everyone's saying. It's a magnificent signing. I, I just think... Uh, He's he didn't hurt you know he hasn't played enough recently he's, and I, I just think his best is well past him now. Uh, probably his best probably is past him, but I mean it's still a lot better than what we had, and I think he'll still he can he still has a potential to be a very good goalkeeper for us. I guess the key is that he's an improvement on what you have, but is he going to make a significant difference to your season? Um, and that's, then that'll uh, be an interesting we, one to uh, see. 
Ask me that in May. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Um, all right, we'll move on then. And Wilston, did you, did you have a second big winner for the weekend? Yeah, it pains me to say, but um, Manchester City, I think, uh, was certainly the most impressive out of the what you would call the the chat main sort of challenges for the title. Um, I didn't see the whole game, but I saw a lot of it, and I thought. They've they've hit the ground running, so uh, that that will please uh, certain people on the uh, on the board. <laughs> and uh, they 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 even though I've tipped them to finish fifth, which looks like it's a kind of yeah, grand blue both. kind of prediction there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think City definitely um, uh, have looked the sharpest out of the big sort of uh, the strong. What did you make of um, what did you make of Sterling's debut? Um, well, he missed the sitter, didn't he? Um, yeah. So that that was quite pleasing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he he's a good player. Um, he's not worth he's not worth fifty million pounds. But he's he's uh, he's a he's, he's going to be a good worth, Is anyone worth fifty million pounds? In all uh, Messi? <laughs> is, I guess well, it's a whole other. Well, has I'll say the I only player in the pre- yeah the only player in the Premier is think... worth fifty million is Hazard. How about Aguero? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe Aguero as well. See, I mean, but at the same time, and Harry, Harry Kane, of course. You're, you're worth what someone's willing to pay, but I mean, yeah, that's just true. disagree about the value of footballers altogether. But that's a whole another debate. But he's not even. I don't think his market value uh, is for forty nine million. I, I just think City I, have... I, I, I agree, but I mean, he's paid it, and if it if it pays off, though, I mean. They're going to have a good play on their hands for a very long time. What was the length of the contract? Was it four years? Three years? I think so. Because, I mean, when you consider that uh, at his age, if he keeps improving at the rate that he was at Liverpool before last season, where he kind of kicked up fast, um, if he keeps improving at that rate, then it could very quickly become quite an astute signing in the sense that they've Mm. purchased him for the future rather than what he'll actually give them now. Yeah, um, but so it does remain to be seen a little bit. But mm. he's he's got a lot of baggage with him, though. Like, yeah, he, 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 um, he's also, he, I, I think he'll be disruptive. He's got. He's also got a lot of. Talent. How much talent has he got? I mean, he's he's fast. He's. I mean, that's he's like a glorified Aaron Lennon, if you ask me. <laughs> I, think he's <laughs> I honestly, I mean, before he got sold, I honestly would have given him maybe twenty five, thirty million at tops as a as a value. Mm. Um, I really was. I was surprised that City went beyond about thirty million for him. But... I think. I think you're right. I think thirty in the thirty thirty five at the very most. But I would have said from. So, but then you've got yeah. to think English tax selling to a club in the same league. That all adds stuff on too. Yeah, right, I'm taking that into account anyway. I think if he if he was an English, he he would twenty twenty five. So I'd, I'd say uh, knock on another ten million for being English. So. For, First, yeah, 35. The other side of um, that game was obviously West Brom looked pretty woeful under Pulis for on a pretty mm. rare occasion. Um, and Pulis came out afterwards and admitted that he had his tactics wrong, which you don't see too often with Pulis. No, I didn't, I didn't hear him, so I don't know. Um, yeah, they, they was disappointing, wasn't they? And I've actually uh, tipped them to lose at, um, I think Watford tomorrow, so yeah. I think they'll, they'll be alright in the long run, but yeah, they... they they didn't look good at all, did they? So, but that was that City because City were really good. We, I'm not sure. 
Um, and a third big winner from the weekend? Second one for... Um, is is Cronk going to give a second one? I, I, I think Liverpool. Because but, to win uh, at Stoke, even though it was a dour win, to win at Stoke is is yeah. impressive. And you'd have you'd have Swansea or Leicester too. Any any of those three, in my opinion. And when you consider Swansea that... to Swansea to take a draw against Chelsea is impressive. Yeah. And also Leicester with the way they they played against Sunderland. And yeah, I put I put Leicester as performance. Mm. I think Leicester would be my third I, winner. Yeah, um, that, I'd after have the any summer of those over. three clubs. I think yeah, yeah Leicester to go up three 0 inside what was it twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's a good way. It's a good sign of intent for them for the season. Yeah, definitely. But but on Liverpool, I mean, it's interesting that they went to Stoke only three months ago and lost six one. So um, yeah, say what you want. Uh, I mean, that was... well, according, according to the Liverpool fans on the board, Liverpool didn't care about that match. But what do we? Gerard's last game. Gerard no, send off. Yeah, yeah they, didn't they, they, they didn't. They didn't care about it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then if we flip the coin and talk about the biggest losers from the weekend, who are the three sides that probably uh, slipped up the most? Um, Arsenal, 100%. It's got to be Arsenal first, yeah. But, 100%. yeah. 100%. I think the pressure might have got to them a little bit. You know, this is the first time in quite a while that people have been talking about Arsenal as a title-winning title team. Um, and they, they just uh, flunked their lines, didn't they? They... Uh, they, they were dreadful. Yeah. I mean, I let Cryfy uh, yeah, you... on that. I mean, like I said, Spurs can can enjoy being above us while they can. <laughs> oh, don't worry, oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> won't last long. Uh, no, it I won't think last I'd, long. It'd, it'd be silly to suggest otherwise that Arsenal aren't the biggest loser from, from last week, really. At home as well. I mean, if it was at the Park, you'd sort of give a bit, a bit bit, more leverage, but to lose 2-0 at home and in the way we did, not impressive. Yeah. So what was what is it with, with Arsenal, do you think? Some, I mean, they seem to have their, their season seem to go in, um, they have like a really mediocre half and they have an absolute storming half. Sometimes it's the first half that they play really well and then they fade. Or usually it's, they start quite average and get better. Do you think that's going to happen again? Probably, but I mean, I guess we'll find out. But it'd be nice just to have a full season where we consistently belting teams and not just showing up after January. But I mean, we'll we'll see how we go. But I, yeah. I, I think once Alexis comes back into the side and check settles a bit more, we'll, we'll, we'll look a lot better. Well, apparently Sanchez is um, set to start this weekend, I think. Yeah, I think that's definitely a big bonus in my opinion. But we can, we can I guess, chat about that in the previews. Um, were, there, were there any other big losers that we didn't sort of cover in the in the winners? I think... Well, yeah, go on, Norwich, Norwich, to lose 3-1 three, three at home. I mean, I know they're promoted, but... I mean, it's quite a big loss. That's certainly a game they would have looked at as as one that they could get you know a result out of. So mm. yeah, that, that's a poor start. Bournemouth as well. I mean, yeah, um, I was say. Aston Villa. Uh, no, you know, I think a lot of people tipping them to struggle this year. Uh, and, and you you got to think that Bournemouth have got to pick up points in those sort of games. Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth and Norwich would have both sort of looked at Villa and Palace as sides that I mean they're good sides, but. 
they're mm. as good as chances any to to kind of get the ball rolling and pick up a couple of points. Well, exactly. And you think you think the start of the season, you're at home, you've got all the sort of carry through from promotion. You, you know, it's a real yeah, it's a really poor way to start. So the other side, um, I mean, we've also got Chelsea. We can chat about in a second, but Everton drawing two two to Watford. Um, I mean, Fry mm. Attack the other week on the podcast was pretty scathing of Everton's chances for the season. And um, hey, he's the Everton fan, is he? Uh, he's uh, he's thought... Leicester. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, there's two Leicester fans. Blimey. Yeah. It's more than they are over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's proved correct so far. I mean, Everton, I mean, Bane's out for, is it 14 weeks with an ankle injury? Yeah, three months. Um mm. It's it's not a promising start for them, and they've just got no they've just got no cash. Everton is so it's a real yeah. shame because they're like a, a decent sized club, um, you know, along with like Aston Villa as well. They can't and they just can't really Chelsea. compete. I, th- I think it. I think Martinez is a lot of the problem. Mm. Well, yeah, a lot of the criticism from Everton fans seems to be that he's um, basically brought his defending from Wigan with him and. That Everton's defence is all, sort of all, all shambolic. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. It's getting quite shambolic there. So, I think uh, one of the Everton supporters on the board was saying that he had probably about ten or so games because mm. they had yeah, a tough start. Give him to so, November, sort of thing. In yeah, there. yeah, that's always no, the way. Yeah. If you're carrying, you know, if you're carrying off from a poor season before, you you, you don't have long. You, you've got a few months probably, and if it's no sign of improvement. You know, you're out. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and then the other obvious side to talk about is Chelsea dropping points at home to Swansea on the opening day. Well, it, it's all about Eva, isn't it, there? <laughs> um, it's the football secondary. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard at this stage, you know, after one game, you know, just to make a proper evaluation. But I think... Uh, I think... I'd, just get the feeling Chelsea are in for a rocky season this this time. Um, it, it all went it all went perfect for Marino last season, so there was no pressure. But as soon as soon as pressure is its head, you know Marino starts to lose the plot. So um, and I think there'd be more a bigger challenge for Chelsea this year from the other clubs. And yeah, I think yeah, I just think I've got I've got a, I've, I've got a feeling that Marino won't be that in by the end of the season. Well, he doesn't seem to like his third seasons with Chelsea. I think was it the third season last time around as well. So he had a bit of. Was it the third? Oh, four. Oh, I think yeah, third or fourth, wasn't it? Third or fourth, yeah. He um, and it's it's the, the thing is Abramovich and Marino. They, you got two absolute super-sized egos. I mean, it's very hard for two people like that. I think to work together and. Uh, yeah, I just think I just think as soon as the pressure starts to mount, it, it, it'll, it'll, he'll unravel, you know, like last time. So, and I mean, the defend, their defenders don't seem to inspire as much confidence as they did last season in the way of um, keeping clean sheets. I mean, Terry seems to have. I mean, obviously, like you're saying, it's a bit early to evaluate, but I mean, Ivanovic, Terry, Cahill mm. don't really inspire yeah. a lot of confidence. Well, this is this is why they want the Stones guy, isn't it? Because yeah. um, I mean, Ivanovic is is uh, he's either I mean he can be a complete liability, can't he? At times, um, I still think I mean how how much longer can John Terry go on for? He doesn't have to worry about international football anymore. But 
yeah, it's going to catch up with him sooner, or, you know, sooner rather than later. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. There's no way Chelsea are going to run away with it this year. So, uh, well, it'd be quite, quite interesting, I think, to watch. Um, and then we'll move on and <clears throat> talk about the game that just finished this morning, uh, which was Man United against Aston Villa. And um, would you like to talk about? Well, that I, one? Wouldn't, I wouldn't. Was, was, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't blame anyone for falling asleep during that one. I mean, it was a pretty dour game. I, you know, thankfully had it on a recording so I could put it at double speed for most of it because it was just <laughs> poor cross after long ball after misplaced pass and. Well, um, well, I've got to say, Man United against Tottenham were, were really average. I mean, if we'd have just even played half as well as we probably can, we, we would have taken the points. I mean, the first 20 minutes, I mean, it was like there was no pressure whatsoever. And I actually turned around to my mate and I said, like, you know, Man United are not going to score today. And about two minutes later, they did. Um, but they... They, they look very average, don't they? they they're, um, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, it's really early days, and they've got a lot of good players. You know, they've got a lot of good midfield players. I think uh, Memphis needs a bit of time um, to, to settle. Um, it certainly does, yeah. Yeah, he, he almost he almost scored a pretty decent goal this morning, but he just couldn't get enough curl on the shot. Um, who, who was that? Who, who was uh, that, sorry? Memphis Depay. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Damien looks to have settled pretty well at right back. He was probably the most impressive player this morning, I thought. Um, mm. Though he did have a few scuffles with Micah Richards uh, from corners, so he probably has to watch out for that. Pretty much had his arms around uh, Richards's neck. Um, right. And you have to see just you know how much they're going to let players get away with this year. But I, I, I well, thought... sorry. I was yeah, I was going to say well, Man United they get away with with more than every, yeah. anyone else, don't they? <laughs> so. Yeah. But it was a, it was a well taken goal for Yanuzai, good good through ball from Mata, so it was good to see yeah. those, those two linking up well because you know yeah you that's, get that, that was the positive yeah yeah. Um, but I think you wanted to chat about him quite rightly, so uh, Rooney and his form. Hmm. Well, Rooney, I mean, what? How old is Rooney? Is he is he thirty yet? I'm twenty nine or thirty, I think. Yeah, he must be getting close to thirty. See, when players break through really young, I mean, I'm thinking... Yeah, he's 29. In Owen, I know he he tends, yeah, he tends 30 in October. So he's been around He's been around for over 10 years now. And, I mean, when players do break through sort of, like, uh, early, like, I was going to sort of give the example of Michael Owen. I know he's he had his injury problems. But they, um, they often burn out quicker. Um and I just wonder, I mean, Rooney's, the one thing he's, he's really got to do is do it on the international stage, whether that keeps his kind of, um, you know, enthusiasm going. But, uh, yeah, I just get the feeling that he's pro- he may well have peaked. Um, and uh, if he has, I mean, that's going to be a massive, massive hole for uh, United to, to try and fill, isn't it? So, well, they don't I mean, seem to have any depth there at the moment. No, Jonas is not. The, is not. He's not going to be a replacement for. He's not good enough as a replacement for Rooney. Uh, they've let let Van Persie go. Um, um, they've got Hernandez, I suppose, but he doesn't. Was he even on? I don't think it, he was on the bench this morning. Might have been. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. But uh-huh. um, obviously, I mean, Harry Kane is the one that they they really want, isn't it? But he's not going anywhere for the couple. Oh, well, certainly not this season. Only a matter of time before he moves to a big club. <laughs> 
Well, is, is that a big club? Is that a big, a yeah, big, is that rock, a big rock club? Yeah. <laughs> what <heck? laughs> Yeah, but he's he's one of us. He's one of us. Um, you admit, well, as in one of you that grew up. You're going to bring up the you're going to bring up the Arsenal shirt yeah, thing, yeah, now, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh well, um, might move on quickly from that. Um, <laughs> Villa have had a sort of a mixed start to the season. They they scored late to beat Bournemouth, which was perhaps an unconvincing result for them, and then really struggled this morning to score. Um, but they've just brought in Adama Traore from uh, Barcelona, so um, they, they they seem to have taken that sort of scattergun approach to recruiting that Spurs and Liverpool have done in previous years, where they've brought quite a few new players in. Um, mm. And it remains to be seen, really, whether whether they'll settle and produce the goods for Villa. But uh, it could be an interesting season for Villa ahead. Yeah, I don't think they'll do well. Um, yeah, it was interesting as well. IU today was booked for diving, a pretty really poor simulation right in front of the ref. And you'd think as a new signing that you'd want to endear yourself to the, the home supporters a bit better than um, a pretty poor dive right in front of the ref yeah so i've um, i've missed the game tonight but um uh villa are an interesting one i i, I don't know a lot i've got to admit about the players they've brought in um but i mean lose losing ben Teke is is huge as well isn't it for that for them so that the players they've brought in have got to sort of deliver um sort of from the off really absolutely um, so we might move on now and preview the games that are on tonight and tomorrow night. Um, we'll start perhaps with uh, Spurs against Stoke, which is midnight mm. our time, but 3pm your time, Wilston. Um, so yep. so what what do you rate your chances are, are against Stoke? Well, you got yeah, you got a fancy Spurs. Um, uh, see, we, after losing last week, we definitely need a win. Um I'm predicting, I predict it'd be quite close, so I'll go for a 2-1 Tottenham win. But yeah, Stoke, Stoke have caused us problems in the past and yeah, it won't be an easy game. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Tottenham's, yeah, I think we should, should, uh, should just about sneak that one. I think the big talking point of that one will be Shakiri and presumably he won't start, but if we see him off the bench, uh, what sort of impact he can have on the game? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is he? He's that's he's cleared to play, is he tomorrow? I assume so. I mean, he he signed midweek, so I, I, I yeah, mean, all the he should be. Yeah, he'll come off the bench for them. I, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think he'll be on the bench tomorrow. And if obviously if Stoke are losing or whatever, then yeah, they'll, he'll probably get a sort of twenty minutes or something. But yeah, it should be should be a good game. Stoke, uh, definite top top half of the table club now. I think. Uh, that Hughes has done quite. Yeah, he's done a really good job there. So, Croyf, what do you reckon um, as a score prediction? And I was talking to JD, who uh, who's a Spurs fan, and he thinks he said that Stoke have Spurs numbers, and he think he doesn't think they'll win. So it'll be interesting to see how they actually go, despite it being at the lane. But I, I would I would back Tottenham into a win. But at the same time, with the the players Stoke have signed, you wouldn't you. It wouldn't be uh, so hard to envisage them going away with something. Yeah, I don't think it would be the shock that it once was, but yeah, I think you'd have to lean towards Spurs, especially at home against mm. Stoke. I'd say Spurs, but, but close, not not yeah. a blowout yeah. sort of thing. 
Yeah, they they did do the double over us last season, but oh, um, yeah, they they won at White Hart Lane last season. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it won't be an easy game, but I've got I've got to back my club. Um, so yeah, uh, let's let's. I'm hoping for us for a for a win anyway. So, um, and then we'll chat about the other guests' club and talk about Arsenal up against Palace. Uh, which is on the Sunday night, I think, at 11.30 our time. 10, 10.20. 10, 10.30, sorry. Yeah. Um, You're going to be out for that one, Cruffy? No, I'll, I'll see how I feel. Um, <laughs> some, some of us have work at him. Yeah, I know, but 10.30 is hardly a late night, mate. That's when it starts. Anyway. Anyway, um, anyway. Um, away at Palace. Tough game. Very, very, very tough game. Not not one I, I, after last week. I... I I'd, I'd want to see my club club going to play, but I, we could nick a win, we could lose, but there, there's a, a, a draw. statement if ever I've heard one. Exactly, we could draw too, but um, it'll be one of those three things, I guarantee it. But I think with Sanchez back, it does give us a bit, it will give us a bit more confidence going into it, but Palace, we've seen with their signings, they're not going to be an easy team to beat, and if you look at last season at Selhurst Pike, they were very strong. So, if we, if we're zero and two after this week, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Did you play us uh, Palace in the second game of last season as well, or was it the first game and you snuck a late win? Oh, I honestly can't remember. I think because I think it was one of the first two weeks or th- first few weeks, I think. But but, but um, um so yeah, Selhurst Park's a pretty difficult place to go. Yeah, and the, the, they've got a decent squad, so we'll have to be at our best if if we want to win. Um, what, what's your score predictions? Tight one nil to us. I've got yeah, I've got to say three one to Arsenal. I think. Wow, three one. I wish. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I, I think Arsenal will something to prove this week. So. And I'll go somewhere in the middle and say two one to Arsenal. Sorry, were you going to say something, Wilson? Before? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I saw on. Um, I saw online earlier that uh, Pardew came out and said uh, that he reckons Arsenal should have brought um, Kabai. So that was quite interesting. He said he said he'd walk into the Arsenal midfield. We have enough centre midfielders yeah. though, and he's not he's creative. We need a defensive midfielder. I I would have liked Kabai, but it's not one we actually need. But who would nah, he really have replaced you... in the midfield? I mean, is he going to yes. start in front of Kazola? Start in stacked him. Well, this, he plays the same position as Ramsey, so I mean, it's it'd be a depth signing for anything, but I don't, I, I wouldn't guarantee him to be a starter. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting clash, that's for sure. Uh, we'll go to the early game now. We kind of jumped around a little bit, but we'll go to the early game on the Saturday night, which is Southampton at home to Everton. Um, and Southampton have a pretty good record against Everton lately. I'd back Southampton. Um, I'd comfortably put money mm. on Southampton winning, and comprehensively too. So no, no yeah. chance for Everton. I reckon three nil. Three nil. Three nil. I don't. I'm not so sure it'd be like that one-sided, but um, I still, I still can't make my mind up about Everton. I, I think. Um, I think I'll go with the Southampton to to edge it two uh, one, but but I think Everton could get a draw, uh, could get a draw there. But I think I'll go with a Southampton win. Because I mean, keeping in mind that Southampton themselves didn't look too impressive against Newcastle last week, um, their defending was pretty suspect. 
So I mean, that, yeah. it's like how many players can you can you lose and still be competitive? Do, do you know what I mean? It's, and I think they've lost their scout to you guys as well, so it's not even the playing stuff. Yeah, that's that's it's why. Really... And we've we've let that Italian guy Baldini go because of that. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, 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 at some point you're gonna you're gonna pay for uh, for losing all your talent and. Uh, I don't see I don't see Southampton having as good a season this time around. So, fair enough. Um, we'll move on then to the big clash of the weekend, which is Man City up against Chelsea, uh, and probably Whoa. the the headline clash. What of the can I just say? Why is that game so early in the season? Uh, I just think that's the computer waste. picks out the, the fixtures. I don't, does it though? I mean, there are certain fixtures that they, they you do can't have. And I mean, Arsenal have Liverpool next week as well. If you want another example of a pretty big clash early in the season, and you had United Spurs last well, week. Arsenal, as well, Arsenal, yes, that's more of a mid sort of tableish clash. <laughs> Spurs would know all about being mid table. Oh, shots! Fired. He's not going to let it go, is he? No, no. Um, so it's the El Clasico, I guess, as as the BBC has deemed it. <laughs> I think they're it'll trying be to sort of build up as as if there's some massive now rivalry between I, I, City and. I think so who's got the richer chairman? That's the only rivalry <laughs> yeah, there is. I, I think Jose will go up and set to set up for a draw, and it'll, it. I don't think we'll see many goals. Do you think that he'll one, achieve it though? Maybe. I mean, with the way they're playing, one nil or a one-one, but. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle Sterling, Yaya, Silva. If I think Aguero is going to play, yeah, so that's I, definitely a big in for City. But um, I mean, I, I it it'll be interesting tactically how Pellegrini sets up too. Well, yeah, I mean, as as you were saying before, Wilston City seem to have started the season quite strongly compared to their title rivals, I suppose. Um, mm. So it will certainly be interesting to see if Chelsea can set up. It, to keep mm. it, you know, low scoring. I mean, Begovic yeah. in goal will be interesting. Yeah. Um, I've, I've going to be boring and sit on the fence and say it'd be a one-all draw. Um, I think if you look at sort of the history of these big clashes early on, um, that's the way it usually pans out. So, uh, I think I think Chelsea will be quite defensive, and City will um, will go. Obviously, will go for it more being the home side. But yeah, I, I can see a one-all draw there. Um, I mean, it's still early in the yeah, season, so but but if City can can get the win over Chelsea, and I mean, it's a five-point mm. lead. It's still very early in the season, but um, mm. mentally, it might actually let them uh, open up a bit more and, and play more free. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, worryingly. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah that, so. Jose will have that in mind that he can't. Yeah, he wouldn't want a five-point gap um, at any stage of season. So uh, that's what I think. You know, more the reason that I think he'll set his stall out to to yeah to to fault City in that game. So yeah, I'm going to sit I sit on the fence and say one all. Okay. But, but I hope I just hope it's a good game because I think we haven't really had a good game so far. Uh, the Tottenham Man U one was really disappointing. And uh, so yeah, so let's hope for a good one. Uh, and the final game of the weekend is uh, Monday night in England and Tuesday morning here, which is Liverpool up against Bournemouth um, at home for Liverpool. Oh, that's, uh, uh, that is, I, that's I, I, th- I think Liverpool. Yeah, that, that's a banker, isn't it? Um, it's a good chance for Liverpool signings to settle in a bit because it'll be a much more open game than against yeah. Stoke. 
I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, Liverpool will, will comfortably win that one. Uh, three, they'll, they'll probably score about three goals as well. So The big question is, will, will Benteke open his account against Bournemouth? Um, Benteke's strengths are, um, are aerial, aren't they? Any um, strength. Any Energy. strength, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but have Liverpool got the players on the flank to, to utilise that sort of aspect of his game? Um, uh, you know, that's that's the question that I ask. I mean, I think Benteke uh, showed last season that he can he can adapt quite a bit, though. And I mean, I think mm. some of the stats showed that he created. I think he scored, um, <coughs> you know, twenty five percent of his goals or something were from headers and from aerial duels and that sort of thing. But he also created quite a few with his feet and and good footwork. Um, so it'll. I mean, he didn't he didn't get that much space to to move against Stoke, so it was hard to judge him, uh, which is why no, it's right. certainly be interesting to see how he goes against um, a lower. Yeah, he'll he'll cer- certainly be looking only to open his account on. Uh, so is that the mon- the Monday night game? Yeah, it's the then? Monday night game. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a good chance he'll he'll get a goal in it. So um, yeah, the board will be a happy place on uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah. <laughs> It'll um, be full of gloating Liverpool fans. Oh, all those, all the Liverpool fans saying that they never doubted Benteke and that he was always going to be a quality striker for them. Yes, and how great Coutinho is, and, and <laughs> well, better, better than Hazard, isn't he? And Coutinho is the best winger in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a quick, a quick Championship update, uh, just to, to round things off uh, for those oh, interested people who are listening. <laughs> anyway, time on. Uh, is that the time? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, a, sorry, go, okay, a, go on, SM. A, a big win for MK Dons was probably the the highlight of the opening day, which was which is a pretty interesting one because they've only just been promoted from League One, um, and obviously there's a lot of controversy around MK Dons as a side because of of the way that they came about. Who who did they beat? Uh, Rotherham. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's okay. No the, mighty, the mighty Rotherham. Um, <laughs> as far as as far as interesting results go, Charlton did beat QPR two 0 which was a bit interesting. Um, so yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I'm looking at it. Um, QPR, I think QPR and Hull. Um, I think it'd be it's quite important. I think that you keep hold of Huddleston. Um, but I think those two clubs. Uh, uh, and uh, along with Middlesbrough, I suppose, would would be the three that you would be you'll be looking at to come st- straight back up. Um, <clears throat> maybe one of the bigger clubs in that division. I mean, I mean, how long can Leeds stay out? You know, I mean, it's been years now since Leeds were uh, relegated, but surely at some point they'll come good. But um, yeah. I, th- I think Brighton. Brighton quite quite a nifty little side as well. I think Dar- Derby have made quite a few decent signings over D- the Dar- summer. Yeah, of course, and but, they've got rid of that uh, that hamstrung by their managers, so they're yeah. uh, probably improved as well. Yeah. I think the big story for Derby though is that Will Hughes did his ACL on the opening day, um, and that's going to be ah. a huge blow for them. Yeah, he's, he's a he's, central part of their midfield. Yeah, he, Liverpool were looking. I think they've yeah, got the first right to buy him. Um, when they loaned, oh, right. okay. they loaned Derby um, Wisdom, I think it was last season oh, right. or before that, uh, and yeah. got the, the rights, the first right to Will Hughes, I think. Yeah, um, he's he's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. 
but the, the table's certainly looking a bit interesting. I mean, it's only opening day, but we've got MK Dons and Charlton in the top two, and then Hull, Sheffield Wednesday, Birmingham Wolves and Brighton, who also got wins. But QPR in, in the relegation zone is probably not the way they, they wanted to start. No, I think I think their manager is he's uh, he's one that's going to go pretty soon. I think. Um, <coughs> so they, I mean, they're, a, they're I still think they've got a nucleus of side that can can sort of get back up, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's going to be tough. I think um, I think I was, I was yeah talk about Hull for a minute. I know, I know uh, you'd like to. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, um, I think he was unlucky going down last season. I think you're, you, you, as a, t- a club, you were moving in the right direction. So it's probably a big blow, wasn't it, to, to actually go down? Yeah, I mean, it felt very much on the back of uh, a couple of key injuries, which, which didn't help, rather than the side itself being a poor side. Um, so when you, saw was, sides, yeah. when you saw sides like Sunderland and, and Villa, to an extent... Yeah, there was up, no... I'd agree. There's no, there's no way you were one of the three worst teams. And I think what, what was sort of more galling is the fact that, yeah, as I say, you're you're a club that, you know, you've sort of like Stoke as well. That you, you move, you seem to be moving in the right direction. You, you've got full house every week. You know, you've got a chairman who can put a bit of money in. And uh, you know you reached the cup final, and it just it just was quite a shock. So I think it's it's good that you've kept that team together. And I really think you should you should bounce bounce back, you know, bounce straight back. I mean, the worry is if you if you don't, you know, then all that good work that you've done is going to sort of is, is going to be. I mean, it's already been slightly undone, but it's going to be completely undone. So you, you know, it's imperative that you you get back. And that's it. I mean, we were talking before the podcast that that there was news just overnight that West Ham have um, put in a bid for Huddleston, um, and the understanding is that a lot of those players who were on Premier League wages have had wage reductions, but because of those wage reductions, they've also got buyout clauses in their contracts now. Um, right. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, presumably Huddleston signed his contract when we first bought him, so the the buyout clause will be somewhere around seven or eight million, which might be beyond what someone like a Villa would pay for him. Um, or yeah. West Ham, sorry. Um, um, so it remains to be seen if he'll actually go. But he's he's look he looked good in the first game of the season. Um, well, has he, he come out and said anything like that he, he wants to stay? Or? Yeah, he came out over the summer and basically said that he wanted to repay Bruce's faith in him because Bruce had basically said he didn't want to sell him. Uh, and Huddleston and Dawson actually both, as former former Spurs players, know a bit bit about mm. loyalty. Both said that they're they're happy to stay and fulfil their contracts and try and get us back up, which was good to hear. No, that's good. Um, but actually, so, so you won't be resting easy. Yeah, I was going to say you won't be resting easy until that transfer window closes. Yeah, well, it? exactly. Um, <laughs> it'll be an interesting one. But um, on the topic of former Spurs players at Hull, there's a I don't know how much coverage it's got over in the UK, but yeah, I know you're going to start. Yeah, yeah. The bit of news yeah. in the last few days about Jake Livermore and, and the yeah. circumstances around his um, positive test for cocaine. Yeah. Um, I think so. The, that, that, I take it that wasn't that wasn't knowledge then. No one knew about his, no, I that, mean, that he lost. Um, Bruce said that he lost his child just after the FA Cup final, um, but as far as I'm aware, that wasn't common knowledge. Um, at least amongst the supporters, it might have been at the club. But then you have to ask yourself if he's if he's depressed to that extent. A, why was mm. he playing? And B, why was the club not? 
doing more. I mean, presumably, if he's had mm. to turn to these other substances uh, as a last resort, he's not getting the yeah. support and help that he needs from, from the football club. I'd agree, yeah, I'd definitely agree. I mean, it's, it's a difficult one. I, I agree that leniency probably should be shown, um, but really is taking cocaine. Yeah. Uh, you know, is that the way to deal with? I uh, know oh it's a terrible thing that's happened, but um, you know. <laughs> and I think a lot of people have said if he'd become, if he'd turned to the drinks or something like that, people would be a lot more understanding. Yeah. But as you say, it's just cocaine's just such an odd avenue. It's to an use. odd one. It really is. Cocaine is is a well, you know, it's not that it's not a drug that I think you would turn to in that sort of circumstance if you know what yeah. I mean it's it's a part it's a party drug isn't it it's, yeah it's, it's very strange so I think the hearing's set for the end of the month so I think at least we'll finally um, get a bit of resolution on the situation um, but yeah it's certainly muddied the waters a bit I think a lot of Hull supporters are a, a bit unsure on whether they should be um, supporting or, him or yeah, yeah. kicking I, mean, I think there's talk of um, Chant, you know, chanting and singing for him on the 14th minute of um, the game on the weekend mm. in sort of recognition yeah. of, of his playing number. I think that's probably best, but I suspect a lot of, yeah, a lot of fans doing that will, you know, privately be thinking, you know, yeah, basically what we've just been saying. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's, I suppose you've got to support your players at, at, in times like that, haven't you? Yeah. So. yeah, so it'll be an interesting one. Um mm. To finish on a, on a positive note, we've also had the, the League Cup during the week, uh, so we can just touch on that quite briefly. Um, and it was it was always good to see Leeds go out in the first round as a, as a Hull supporter. <laughs> I think it's actually the first time they've gone out in the first round of a cup. Um, I think it was the stat. It could be, could be wrong, but um, it's a pretty poor performance from them, but some um, good performances from a couple of other sides. Always good to see cup upsets. Had Oxford beating Brentford 4-0 and, and that sort of thing. Um, mm. League 2 beating Championship. Um, and the draws t- the draws taken place, is it, for the... Yeah. So, I think the Premier League sides not in Europe have now been drawn into the... That's into right, the yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, actually, I'll just pull up that fixture now. Um, there's a few interesting ties. I think Evidence got Barnes- Barnsley, which would be uh, interesting from the sense that Evidence kind of gone in and cherry-picked a couple of their players in Stones and another defender they've just signed recently uh, in Holgate, I think it was. Um, so that, that could be an interesting tie, but I think it'll probably be from the third round onwards that'll... That yeah, whether, when, yeah. When, the, when the good teams play. Well, when the big teams come in and there's no seedings, which means that anyone can play anyone, basically, which is, I think, the way it works. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't know there were seeds. They seeded the same. Yeah, I mean, I... I oh, no, of course, I, yeah, they've always done that, haven't they? You always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this round, I think we couldn't be drawn against the Premier League side because yeah, of the yeah. seeding, but... Um, yeah. No, so I think that, the, yeah, to be fair, the League Cup is a little bit of... Um, in these early rounds, a little bit of a non-event. Um, I mean, no, no offence to any, yeah. anyone out there. <laughs> But um, yeah, it start for me. It starts getting interesting. Probably fourth or the fifth round. I think you start to think, ah, Wembley. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, the dream starts coming it's to life. Chelsea. Um, but I think we'll, we'll finish it up there, boys. So thanks very much for both of you to come for coming on. Thank you yeah, for having thank us. You.
Yes, no I really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for getting on. It was um, good to have you on. Good, good to get some um, opinions from a Spurs supporter because we don't have a whole lot of them. And good to have someone put no, no, no real loss anyway. Without <laughs> <laughs> I'm on you, Spurs. <laughs> so thanks very much, boys, and um, thanks everyone for listening in. And until well, we'll, we'll probably go again uh, Monday night uh, reviewing this weekend's games. But until then, we'll see you on the boards.